This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. By the time you hear this, I will be in the clouds on my way to Swift City, USA. And I'm not even making that up. It's actually called Swift City. The mayor of Glendale, Arizona, temporarily changed the city's name to Swift City to celebrate the era's tour opening there. And I'm going with random girls that I met on Instagram. That, my friends, is not a fairy tale. It's a hairy tale. Bring in the horses. Wait, but that's not all. If you listen right now, we'll also throw in some Oscar chatter, talk of Paris Hilton's memoir, and also a bit about Diplo being not, not gay. Let's go. Hello, hello, everyone. Like I said, I'm probably in the sky right now on my way to Arizona. I don't think I've ever been to Arizona except for a layover, maybe. And now I'm on the way to the opening night of the Taylor Swift Eras Tour, stadium tour. How did I get here? How didn't I get here, let's be honest? I... uh, When the tickets went on sale and it was like a mad dash for Taylor Swift concert tickets, as it always is, I took the same approach that I always take when tickets go on sale, which is somehow they're going to end up in my lap and I I can just rest easy knowing that the universe has got my back. I know that sounds so annoying, but like, that's kind of how you have to think. And I don't want everybody to start thinking that way because then it would be harder for random tickets to end up in people's laps. But a select few of you should take on that approach. It's worked for me. Basically what happened was somebody DM'd me on Instagram, a lovely girl named Sydney Grace. She she DM'd me and was like, hey, me and my friends are going to the Eras tour. One of my friends can't make it anymore. Do you want the extra ticket and I am only gonna (laughs) admit this here but I the thought of traveling to a different state is something that takes me out of my like I don't have the wonderlust like I'm not Victoria Paris I don't have the like let's pack a bag and get on a plane every day for fun I like having all my stuff I like knowing where I am I like being home so the thought of flying to Arizona freaked me out and I wavered and I was like I don't know should I do this but I said yes I said yes I will buy the ticket I'm not she didn't just like give me the ticket 
I bought it off of her. And I actually haven't gotten the ticket yet. Maybe by the time you listen to this, I'll have the ticket like in my hand or like on my phone or whatever. But as of right now, yes, it still could be some random girl getting me to Arizona and then being like, LMAO, we got Harry to Arizona. Let's go. You're like hogtied in their car. (laughs) My insurance with that, my insurance policy with the potential of a scamming occurring is that it'll be good content. And like if a scam does occur, it's not going to. So we're not we're not even going to talk about it. But I'm on my way right now. It's Thursday for you guys. We're recording on a Tuesday and it is a nor'easter probably my favorite type of storm based on the name nor'easter um and i you know didn't grow up with nor'easters because i'm from the midwest so when i moved to new york nor'easters kind of took on this like magical like rare storm and they're honestly not that bad especially when the snow doesn't stick it's it's kind of like rain but prettier anyway i'm uh We've got some apartment updates. We've got we've got lots of things to talk about. So apartment update. I posted a picture of my new rug. I got a ruggable rug. If you guys don't know what ruggable is, this isn't a sponsorship, by the way. It should be, though. If anybody works at ruggable, reach out. I got a ruggable rug. The whole idea of a ruggable rug is that it's like a m- big piece of Velcro and then uh, essentially like a d- piece of design that goes over it I don't know it's a rug in two parts but the draw is that you can take the rug off the floor and wash it like put it in your washing machine and all the reviews are like I love this rug so much I bleed on it and my cat pukes on it and it's disgusting and dirty but I washed it and now it's fine and I'm sitting here like okay I don't have any pets and I don't bleed on my carpets ever so why do I need one? But they have so many designs. And I was like, let's go for it. You can switch out designs after you buy the like initial mat. You can like buy toppers, (laughs) topper from Outer Banks. You can buy different toppers. And I found a design that I thought was really cute. And I'm not completely sold on it just because there's like, you know, when you're putting a screen protector or something on your phone, there's air bubbles. It's like that, but on your rug. Think about how annoying it is to have an air bubble on your phone. Some people don't care about stuff like that, but I'm like, I'll be sitting there watching TV and I'll be like, there's an air bubble in my rug and I can't do anything about it. I'll keep you updated on the ruggable journey. I'm not completely sold, but I'm not not sold. Just like Diplo is not not gay, which we're going to talk about. My dad is in town right now, and he took me to Home Depot last night, and we got turf. I've been talking about turf for so long. We finally got turf. I got 25 feet of turf because my my terrace is 25 feet long. I had no idea it was 25 feet long. That's a boat, you guys. That's like a small ship. And, you know, we roll up to Home Depot at like 9.30. It closes at 10, and there's a the turf cutting guy named Jason is like kind of pissed that I wanted 25 feet of turf. He's like, are you sure? He's like, are you sure you want more turf? Like I'm about to leave, bro. You really want me cutting turf at 9.45 p.m.? And the machine's not really working. So me and my dad are like, it's all hands on deck. It's all hands on turf. We're all trying to get the turf ready to be cut. 
and I was just going to go for one big, gorgeous, green, 25-foot slice. But then my dad was like, wait, Harry, how do we get this up to your roof? And I was like, the elevator. And he was like, it's 25 feet long. It's 25 feet in a roll. And so my dad was like, can we fold this? And the guy was like, no, that's way too long to be folded. Like, this is thick turf. Like, I went for, like, I didn't go for, like, the trailer park <laughs> flamingo turf. Like, I didn't go for, like, the Easter grass, like, lime green that could have been camp. turf. It would have been it would have been literal camp. Yeah, literally. I went for the, you know, designer dog run turf that looks like real grass, like Coachella vibes. I bawled out. And when, when the guy said how much it was going to be, my dad was like, Harry, like, are you sh-? and I was like, father, I've been talking about turf for so long. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I was like, you have to spend money to make money. Like, I'm, you know, I'm you're in New York. It's not like you can spend money on a house. You could just spend money on your turf. On my turf, on my 25 feet of turf. So we got two slices of 12.5 each. And we, it's raining. It's dark. It's cold. We haul ass back up to my terrace. We're like in the elevator with the turf like folded all around me. My Glossier hoodie gets totally dirty and disgusting. But we made it, and now there's snow on my turf. It's not sticking. It's kind of pretty. But um, that's a journey that I'm very excited about. So the floors in my place are coming together. We've got some ruggable. We've got some turf. Um, somebody's calling me. Should I answer? On Oh. Hello. So I just got a phone call. Um, I'm... It's just some luggage that it's just some luggage that was arriving b- that I have right now because of this delivery. So I have it as you're listening to this. I have the luggage. I think I'm actually going to put. What would you do if I told you Taylor Swift was inside the suitcase? Is that cute to like walk around the a- airport with? I mean, Glendale, Arizona, Swift City, USA is going to be chock full of Swifties. I think it's going to be a, a Swifty madhouse. I think it's going to be a safe space. I was telling my dad this at dinner. I was like, this is a safe space, not even in like a like, you know, kind of like buzzy way. This is a safe space in that you can't just get Taylor Swift tickets. You have to fight blood, sweat and tears. Or I can get DM by following Instagram, you know, (laughs) (laughs) just all the work for you. (laughs) Either one. Right. Pick your poison. But nobody's just showing up there like. Oh my god, Willy Nilly. Brought, brought me drugs. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, You're there because you want to be there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody is, you know, that's that's what I consider to be a safe space. Anyway, we don't know much about the set list, but we do have some confirmed tracks because people have been camping outside of the stadium <laughs> and listening to her sound check. That's soundcheck. so crazy. Confirmed songs on the Eras tour are Ready For It, Don't Blame Me, Blank Space, Out of the Woods, Antihero, Shake It Off, Begin Again, Midnight Rain. All of those are like par for the course. Begin Again gives me pause, but at the same time it doesn't because of course, Begin Again. Like, and on a Wednesday in a cafe. It's Wednesday, right? It's not a Tuesday. All I know is on a Tuesday I'm waiting. On a Tuesday I'm waiting. On a Wednesday fading. Ready for it could be i don't think it's going to be the opening song i want to say that was the opening song for reputation wasn't well, it i mean i don't know why i want to be i'm not trying to <sighs> wish i was ready for it i have kind of i don't have beef with but i'm just like 
in the middle of the night like that Mm -hmm. the chorus is so good and sexy and strong and cute and it's just kind of you it's it it is a juxtaposition from the start that's like yeah i can be a trailer but until this tale that is ready for it yeah she's laughing don't blame me is going to be insane she has to do that such a stadium song blank space of course out of the woods is going to be cool anti-hero is going to be great shake it off i love shake it off like i'll go to bat for shake it off i think people who don't understand shake it off like i think you know it's it's you either get it or you don't and i think shake it off i think came at the height of her swift mean crazy popular moment 1989 and i think it it got a little too into people's heads and i think that's why people kind of chafe against it yeah. but i feel like it came out right when she, i mean her infamous pre-reputation era era that made her like right reputation that's when people wanted to hate on her yeah yeah hey, especially hey, the music hey. video and while you're getting down and out about the lies and oh, the dirty, dirty <laughs> cheats of the world you could be getting down to this, this sick, sick beat, beat. <laughs> My ex-man brought his new girlfriend. Yeah. She's like, oh my God. But I'm just going to shake it to the fella over there with the hella good hair. Would you come on over? And yeah, shake, I was shake, not shake. a Swifty in that era, but Ooh. I am now. Yeah, no. Um, And some stats actually just came out today. Uh, some Someone did a survey, <laughs> survey says, of Taylor Swift fans. And um, newsflash, they're all white. <laughs> oh my like, god! <laughs> it's like uh, let's let's see where is it? Um, Swift City, USA. People are camped out outside of the Eras tour. Well, I guess you can take an observation over there. I will. You can bring your little clipboard and be like, "Excuse me, I'm taking a poll." I'm, I'm taking a poll. Um, did you grow up in the suburbs by chance? <laughs> in Arizona, I feel like it's going to be, um, it'll be a lot of white people for sure. Well, the thing about Arizona is that I think, I, I mean, I don't, you start a tour based on geography, right? You start a tour based on like how you're going to start and like where you're going to go. Yeah. I think it's a great, it's a random enough location that people will be flying there for it. Like I, I definitely think you know there's going to be a lot of us bridge and tunnel folk there mm. there's going to be a lot of us commuters yeah what if the person next to you on the plane you're all gonna be sitting there and you're gonna be like are you going to errands oh, oh i think it i think the whole i can see the, flight the whole cabin being like welcome aboard the swift <laughs> airlines please go on seven feet inside the vehicle moving and enjoy your ride yeah. and we are on our way to swift city we'll be back with some beverages in a second it's gonna be magic i think i'm gonna cry i'm definitely gonna cry yeah i hope so and so so the girl that I'm going with, basically, Sydney Grace, she became friends with her Spanish teacher in high school. And now they travel together. They're like travel buddies. And so they're Swifty travel buddies. They're going to the Eras tour and I'm going with them. So I'm going with Sydney Grace and her high school Spanish teacher. That's a hairy tale. Like, like who else would I go with? You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think they're going to be speaking Spanish in front of you? That's Ola, leaving that, you that's a young adult. <laughs> That's a young adult, like yeah, that couldn't be me. That was not me in high school. That's like a twenty-four. Like that's like. So you're probably wondering how I ended up at the opening night of the Eras tour with the city Grace and her Spanish teacher. But here we are, right? Here we are, Swift City. Gail is opening that night, Mm -hmm. and Paramore is opening that night. And Paramore only opens the first two shows, I I believe. 
So only in Arizona are we going to see Paramore. I'll be seated. (laughs) You're like, Haley, my hair. (laughs) I'll probably be standing. Guys, my hair. I don't know what to do about my hair. It's a tough color. Like I'm wearing a Taylor Swift midnight shirt right now and my hair is Polish grandma red and it's (laughs) Everything is not matching. It's not matching. So I'm tempted to go to Sally's and buy a box of brown hair dye. And I don't know. Don't hold me to it if you're listening to this and I have brown hair in my stories. Like if I have red hair, just keep your mouth shut. What am I going to wear to the Eras tour? I think I saw a girl... Here's the thing. The last time I went, I DIY'd a shirt like minutes before the show with my mom because I went to Reputation with my mom. I had long hair. It was like put in a ponytail and I had hoop earrings. I look back at the pictures <laughs> now and I'm like, ooh, baby. So I think I'll take my my red hair over the ponytail. So we're, we're a little bit closer. I also like don't want to shut the door on the universe letting me see other eras shows like i think mm, i could yeah. go to MetLife. i think i could go to philly i've never been to philly like let's go to the hours serious tour. inquiries only i think i might wear an all white outfit like white pants and a white shirt and i mm-hmm. think taylor swift is such a master of words so i think i'm gonna write lyrics or words or something it would be funny if i wrote i only bought this dress so that you would take it off <laughs> but it's a t-shirt mm-hmm. right like that is like you yeah know, like what's funny. i mean you can so much of her or i could do one two three let's go, go bitch there's so many yeah. things i could write so many funny lyrics like mm-hmm. no it's becky are you gonna wear red lipstick no i don't <laughs> want to do anything that's the other thing yeah. that i was like okay because when i signed on to go cat mm-hmm. was like oh are you gonna dress like taylor and i was like haha no mm-hmm. because i was like that's not the vibe of this concert you don't do you, want a bob in a red lip. Do you remember the girl, not the girl, you remember the gay guy that went to the Lady Gaga concert dressed as Lady Gaga and there was like a bunch of popper, like yeah. people were following him and security guards were like, and he was like, I'm not Lady Gaga. Yeah. Like I'm just, I'm a drag queen. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't think that's, Tara, Taylor Swift yeah. era's opening night is not like the drag vibe. Because you don't want to confuse security, of course. I just because you want to make sure she's protected at all times. Absolutely, and I don't want to like know it's Ashley. Is yeah. know it's because you guys look so alike. You could be. I'm twins. a dead ringer. People mm-hmm. tell me I look like her all the fucking time. Yeah, that's why you had to dye your hair a different color. She is a minx. I'm so excited to see her. I think uh, I think it's going to be amazing. Where am I staying? I'm staying with an old woman named Janet, who is very generously letting me stay at her house i don't i shouldn't say old woman but she's my she's my mom's <laughs> yeah friend. you said this last week i yeah. think and did i say the same exact thing i was like I think old so. woman. Oh, or you sorry. told me okay either told no you told, <laughs> you were sitting right there so it might have been on mic i think it was anyway janet is letting me stay at her house she's got this gorgeous pool so i think i'm gonna sit in the pool and we're just gonna see what it's we're gonna see what it's like like i said while you're listening to this i'm in swift city so uh, keep an eye out. I will be contenting and it's going to be great. And thank you to Sydney Grace. I'm sure, I mean, next week I'll, I'll debrief, you know, I'll be able to tell you everything. I'll be able to tell you set list. There's going to be spoilers. So yeah, you know, I'm sure she'll get ready. Speaking of, uh, big star studded shows, the Oscars were this weekend. There needs to be, uh, something what's the german word for being optimistic about award shows Mm. every single time and then having them be like 
Stugenwas. <laughs> I think Stugenwas. Literally, mm. just it's an award show. It's like what was I expecting? And I think, I think the difference. I kind of saw um, a New Yorker writer, Nomi Fry. She mm -hmm. was writing about what the red carpet used to be like before everything was like a brand deal and a sponsorship. Mm -hmm. Before we saw the pictures on social media. Before we saw them in the papers or the magazines. And I think that way about award shows. Like they're not as fun because we're all. It used to be like, let's watch the award show and then tomorrow I can talk to my friends about it. But mm -hmm. now it's like we're all on like, we're on iMessage, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We're like literally saying, we're like, oh my God, Nicole Kidman just blinked. Like, <laughs> I think there, we're missing that allure because it used to be like you would go, I mean, I'm imagining, I guess not really. I, I was in seventh grade in like the early 2000s. Like, I know what it was like to watch an award show and show up the next day and be like, oh, did you see Lady Gaga? Mm -hmm. now yeah. you just show up the next minute on iMessage and say yeah. oh my god I feel like that does make it more fun though it's like sort of more of a communal viewing experience okay. that you can all be like ah, she's mothering I'm gagged. she's mothering <laughs> did you so you watched it yeah I watched it I think Jimmy Kimmel is kind of hot yeah I mean you're not wrong do you think he has work done uh he looks I, I think a lot more attractive than he did like 10 15 more years ago he, he definitely got better with age. There's something about, like, there's something, something about him that I'm like, y'all got work done? Yeah. I mean, he's an LA babe. I'm not sure. Would not be surprised. There were some good fits. There were some good red carpet moments. There was a moment between Ashley Graham and Hugh Grant. And it was kind of this awkward interview. There's always, like, an awkward interview. But this one was really awkward because Ashley Graham was trying to find common ground with Hugh Grant. And he just was not biting. She was like, are you excited to see anybody win tonight? And he was like, not particularly. And she was like, okay, well, what are you wearing? And he's like, my suit. <laughs> and she was like, okay, well, it's not your suit. You didn't make it. Who makes it? And he was like, my tailor. And she was like, oh, well, shout out to your tailor. <laughs> shout out to your tailor then. It's been really nice talking to you. Thank you. And then he like was like rolling his eyes as he walked away. Yeah. Or like I'm just like I saw somebody tweeting about, you know, Ashley Graham could have handled that better. We shouldn't let celebrities interview celebrities. It's a weird vibe. And I'm just like I'm sure he did not know who she was. Vanessa so Hudgens. that's not why he was like, This is weird. He's like, Oh my god, <laughs> Ashley Graham is interviewing me. If anything, I think it's like to have another, you know, celeb to celeb, yeah. I feel like. Well, if you're like friends, like a, or like, yeah, you're like, hey, what's up? Party. But yeah, I do miss, you know, the days of like an E, true Hollywood mm -hmm. kind of. A Joan Rivers. Like a Juliana, not Juliana, maybe like Ryan Seacrest. Mm -hmm. We need another Ryan Seacrest. We'll put that on the list. Oh my God, wait. I think I'm looking at him. <gasps> oh my God. I was, wait, I was literally like, wait, who? Um, <laughs> The other thing about award shows is that they're so long. They're 12 hours long. so long. I ultimately took a bath. I took a bath, mm -hmm. like, before the the best movie was awarded, which mm -hmm. was, I said best movie, <laughs> best <laughs> picture. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. And I don't know how to feel about it. I, I think I don't feel really anything about it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I'm not a shock. Like, it's not a shock. Um, I didn't see Tar, and I keep wanting to see Tar. I need you to see Tar. You should see Tar. Um, I think it would be very mean. Watch it on the plane. You know what? I will watch it on the plane. But first, let's take an ad break. I've always wondered what straight men talk about. And since I'm basically a journalist, I decided to find out for myself. 
I had a conversation with two straight guys, and I made sure that you all can listen. Catch me on the upcoming episode of Throwing Fits, a podcast about two grown dirtbags just trying to navigate the male zeitgeist. They asked me all sorts of questions, like if I think queer baiting is bad, and what I would do if I woke up in Taylor Swift's body. They even asked if I've ever slept with a girl. I know. I was like, okay, time and place. It was a lot, but it was fun. We talked about bro fashion, red flags, being extremely online, and sugar daddies, which I know a thing or two about. The episode drops this Wednesday, and you don't want to miss it. It'll be like an extra episode of Harry Tales, except with two straight guys. You can follow them on Instagram at throwingfits, so you'll be reminded when the episode drops. And you might also like their memes. All right, back to the episode. And we're back. I love saying that. I love saying that. There's an SNL skit where Jimmy Fallon played like a radio guy. And mm-hmm. I can't remember what his he had a great name for his character in that sketch, but he 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 would press the button, like the radio button, and go, and we're back every single time. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. Anyway, that's what I think about every single time. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to that ad. I hope it was a good one. Who do you think's hotter, Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon for sure. Did you see that picture that was just unearthed of Jimmy Fallon? Like the one where he's like leaning and he's got those shoes on and it's very clearly. I like remember people talking about him, but New I can't York remember the City picture. In 2007. Oh, yeah. Very sexy. I think he's just like. He also looks very different from what he did originally. I was talking to my friend Olivia. Shout out Olivia. But I was talking to my friend and I was like, Jimmy Fallon this picture like yes and she was like yeah but he would definitely be a bad boyfriend and I was like yes but not a bad boyfriend in a way that's like he's abusive or bad or anything a bad boyfriend in the way that like he is he's too, gotta keep he's up too, appearances no he's too funny he's too in his own world to like be he flirts with women all day on a show <laughs> kind of like you know what I mean like he's like and the president like you gotta be my friend said you know he would probably fart too soon in front of you you know Stop. what I mean and I was just like yeah like <laughs> I just think like how much he has to work I could just see you know getting excited about but I also <laughs> think that I'm the same way like I, I feel like I could be the oh, same yeah. way where it's like yeah you guys can't really... smell it but he did just <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody's... no what I'm saying is I could see like somebody I, I just feel a kinship with him like we're more funny than we are like emotional does that make sense anyway yeah, he likes to joke a lot. Back to the Oscars. There was a moment where Jamie Lee Curtis, she won the Oscar, and there's a picture of her that came out <laughs> after the fact, and it's her, like, jumping midair, and she really does. Like, immediately I thought of uh, the SpongeBob and Barnacle Boy. What was the thing where they don't have the car? It's, like, the invisible car. Uh-oh. Somebody tweeted about it, like, the Barnacle Boy's invisible car, and it's, like, her driving because her feet aren't on the ground. And then somebody else edited a picture of her to look like the fairy godmother from Shrek. Um, and then a bunch of people were, like, oh, like, the activity is really hitting. Yeah. I was, like, you guys, can we have, can we have, like, peace for one second? Uh, but congratulations to her because I think – it was it just felt like time like I knew she was gonna win she's been talking about it forever she's like nepo baby supreme she's Mm -hmm. it was her time so I'm I'm glad she won you know I think I'm gonna not go on my little award show rant where it's like and everybody gets so mad when people win but like yeah it's fine keep Uh, the good vibes so after after the 
Oscar's Vanity Fair throws the Oscar after party. And there was there was a little bit of drama. Not actually, but there was. And it involved exes, famous exes, Austin Butler and Vanessa Hudgens. And there's a clip of Austin arriving with a blonde woman in a yellow dress who I couldn't identify. And I texted it to Jess and I said, who's the lady in yellow? And she said... It's Sharon Stone, babe. <laughs> that's Sharon Stone. And why was Sharon Stone smiling so big? Probably because she was on the arm of Elvis, reincarnated. Yeah. <laughs> they're walking in. I think they're waiting for their car, oh, right? Okay. Like, it looks like they were, like, it, looking was for their car. Was it arrivals or departures? I feel like it was after the show vibes, but I, I could be wrong. I think it was they're walking. I couldn't tell if it was before or after it the It was party, nighttime, right? The, yeah. So yeah, no, it wouldn't it have been. It would have been after the show. Okay. Well, after the show. Oh, before or after the party. The party. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this is our math problem. It's like yeah. if Sharon Stone <laughs> and Austin Butler are walking into the show, how long does it take for Kate Blanchett to walk out of the show? What happens in the clip is Austin Butler is clearly getting like catcalled, or like everybody's like Austin, Austin, and Sharon Stone misses that, and so she's like, "Oh my God! Like, look, there's people, like there's fans," and so he looks to smile and wave. It just so happens that Vanessa Hudgens was kind of walking behind them. And so she had no choice because Austin Butler stops. She has to keep going past him. And she's on. They're like perpendicular. She had to walk across him. She's on her phone and chewing gum. And Hmm. somebody was like, somebody on Twitter was like, I know she's just clicking random apps. And I was like. (laughs) Can't blame her. It's really. Sometimes you do just have to click random apps. Sometimes you really do just have to get on your phone and ghost scroll and just use your finger and hope that you look like you're not running into your ex that you predicted would be Elvis. Yeah, exactly. Somebody was posting a fan cam of old Vanessa Austin clips and his voice. We forget that he didn't always sound like this. A lot of people don't forget. I hate to say it. What if I recorded the whole podcast kind of in the elvis voice i mean that's definitely not elvis maybe like it would take so long to do that just because i think it's pretty slow it's pretty straight core there's always like i did sean mendez a couple weeks ago and now i'm doing austin butler as elvis that's so not and just in his so voice. Not just in- oh my god, <laughs> it's really hard. It's really hard. I feel like I there was a moment with Sean Mendez where I really got it, and then I like, but it was like uh, it was. Well, it's fleeting. hard not was- to try and do like Benny Dramas, Sean Mendez accent. Why Sean Mendez? You know, you know he'll yeah, do yeah, a Sean voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, of course. Or like, or like the Timmy Chalamet, like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Chloe Fineman one. Somebody posted a clip of. Timothy Chalamet dancing in that little red outfit. What was that for? I don't remember. With but like the halter? Yeah. I don't know what's from. Gala? I don't know. Mac Gala is coming up. Get excited for that. Uh, some people wore some cute outfits on the Oscar Oscar Vanity Fair party red carpet. We saw <laughs> Haley Bieber. Vanity Fair posted a pic- uh, video of Haley Bieber. It's like kind of like a slow zoom up to her face and people were like, oh, y'all really hate her. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Somebody said that Haley Bieber looked like an ear, and now I can't unsee it. Like what? Her face? Like an ear, yeah. And then they they like put her features on a picture of an ear, and it like made sense. <laughs> I like, you'll have to show me, but it's really like she's a good looking girl. She, she really is, but she's getting 
so roosted. Yeah. It's insane. I know. Do you, do you feel bad for her? I feel like I last mean, week we were like, kind of like, you know. Yeah, if people I, are getting like yeah. bullied on the internet, I would feel bad for them. Yeah. It's not like she's like a warlord. <laughs> she just married a pop well, star. Well, and Selena Gomez is really enjoying her newfound most followed girl on Instagram status did you see the po- the picture she posted yesterday she's mm-hmm. like she's i know what she's doing and you know what she's doing she just became the most followed girl on instagram and she is it using it she's taking advantage of it she's like posting selfies that like <laughs> she's taking advantage of it i would oh really okay boobs just send to my friend and be like violet chemistry what does that just mean? woke up violet chemistry is the miley cyrus song which we're going to talk oh. about I didn't get to that one yet on the track list. Violet chemistry is, um, I think, like top three. But Anna de Armas wore this stained glass looking dress. And I think that was my other standout. Somebody posted a picture of Rooney Mara and said, this is what it looks like when you hold trauma in your body. It's <laughs> um, <this is> insane. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But um, Emma, Emma Chamberlain did a YouTube vlog getting ready for the... Vanity Fair after party and she was like it's kind of like a performance she was like it's ridiculous to say but it's kind of like a performance and it absolutely is you're you're getting ready in hair and makeup for three hours and then you go stand on a big circle under a bunch of lights like that's absolutely a performance just because the circle isn't raised like a stage doesn't mean you're not fully performing and I thought that was very astute coming from one of YouTube's most renowned philosophers, Emma Chamberlain. But I think that's all I have to say about the Oscars. I do want to what talk about, Nicole? about um, Nicole Kidman looked literally incredible. Like, absolutely. Agreed. Her hair looked amazing, but it also looked like she just came from the beach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And she was like fingering it. The, the pictures of her kissing... Keith Urban, mm-hmm. always just so interesting. Some there was yeah. uh, apparently Tom Cruise didn't go to the Oscars to avoid seeing Nicole Kidman, and somebody was like, "Then just she should have just he should have just not looked up." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can imagine he wouldn't go for a couple of reasons because he's certainly an easy but to- target. Top Gun, Maverick yeah. Oh won. no, he had reason to be there, and I didn't see that. Should I? I mean, I should see it too. I haven't seen it either. Miles Teller's girlfriend kind of looks like Kendall Jenner. I also think Kendall Jenner, there was a video of her posted with the Bold Glamour TikTok filter. And the oh, Bold yeah. Glamour TikTok filter is the one that like makes you yeah. look literally most stunning, gorgeous, crazy. And when it's on Kendall Jenner, it's like double homicide. Like yeah. <laughs> she looked like the shit insane in the membrane. Like good for her. Good for her <sighs> for putting on the Bold Glamour filter. I I, I want to be a fly on the wall when she's got the bold glamour filter on. Like, is she like, guys, put on the bold glamour filter? Or is she like, no, guys, stop. Like, like, is the bold glamour filter on? This yeah. is embarrassing. It's the fact that it was like the back camera. So like her, and then <laughs> yeah, her yeah. friend posted it, not yeah, her. Yeah. yeah. So it's like as effortless as possible. Just yeah. like, it's oh like, yeah. Whoa, like the- <laughs> this is me with the bold <laughs> It's not like she's like. I would be, I would be up on that filter all day, every day. I posted some videos with that filter. They both flopped. So I'm (laughs) never going back. Well, yeah, because if you switch to what you really look like, it's like devastating. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> they definitely put something on the other side of the filter that like when you take it off it makes you like extra yeah. like extra yeah ugly. that's like, it extra that's busted. it like you take it off and they like add some, they do like, inverted and, like, it gets crazy uh nicola peltz beckham is on the cover of cosmo right now um i just want to flag it just in case anybody wants to read an interview that doesn't have any grasp on reality it says in cosmo on nicola peltz beckham it says it's hard not to wish this particular couple well rather than want to pettily tear them apart and I have a theory as to why. While more and more bold-faced names stay exceptionally tight-lipped about their love lives, Nicola and Brooklyn have made the opposite choice. The relationship is open to public consumption on social media, at events, in videos, and in press interviews. They're willing to go there and talk about the most intimate details. They seem to be together constantly. Our love language is definitely quality time, laughs Nicola, and showing us that togetherness constantly. Maybe we actually want to root for love once we're actually let into it. It's Nicola. Oh. <laughs> no, no, I, I think I'll do Nicola. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly a read. It's certainly a read. Nicola, I'm just like... Nicola. Nicola, honey, what else is she... Getting married to Brooklyn Beckham is is the job. Mm-hmm. Even more so than... Like, Haley, like, and I'm not going to be like, you know, a Haley defense attorney, but she's got road. She's got Vogue covers. She's got you know a modeling career she wasn't just married to justin bieber yeah of course it's become her career but nicola like i i had never heard of nicola before well her dad is like a billionaire so she certainly has some clout there and i knew who she was before she married brooklyn because she's an actress wait what's her who's her dad i don't know jeff bezos yeah (laughs) <laughs> I just know he's very wealthy and has a lot of kids. Steve Jobs. And they're daughter, suing he's suing he, her wedding planner. He the dad is suing yeah. Nicola Peltz's wedding planner. Yeah, to try and get a deposit or former. They're trying to get the deposit back or something. I'm like, but you're a billionaire. Yeah, everyone's like, it's so petty. <laughs> that's that's cute. I just my whole thing with Nicola is that I thought that she would be like, Oh, hello, I'm Nicola. But she has she doesn't have an, an English accent. She's American. Doesn't she give British through and through? Like, she gives that she would be like, uh, I actually think I'll have some tea now. Speaking of other blonde, rich heiresses, Paris Hilton just came out with a memoir called Paris, a memoir. And she was having a book signing in Barnes & Noble, Union Square, and I kind of was tempted to go. I told her on Twitter that I was excited to read the book cover to cover. She did throw me a like because she's generous. But I read this Rolling Stone article kind of, you know, documenting where Paris is at in her life to get to, you know, drum up some hype for the book. And they painted such a good picture of Paris and like where she is right now. So I'm just going to read this to you. Tonight, she'll go home and lie with Phoenix. Her son's name is Phoenix on her chest and just look at him looking at her. She'll have a bubble bath with Reem. Her husband's name is Carter Reem. And I thought it was Room. But it's Reem. And I still think that's crazy and I don't believe it. But I do trust Jess. So she'll have a bubble bath with Reem. In the morning, perhaps they'll take their dogs on a walk around their beautiful gardens and ride their electric bikes around their beautiful gated community. (laughs) I like going to Melrose Flea Market in disguise and buying all these random things. Okay, so if you're 
at the Melrose flea market, you could be selling tchotchkes to Paris Hilton in a wig. Just a few nights ago, she had dinner with Nicole Richie, like a double date, which is fun. We live two minutes away. And imagine she recently skipped out on DJing for President Biden and other heads of state to attend Britney Spears' wedding. She's working on her deep fake and on her virtual reality Paris world with the goal, she tells me, of extending her likeness into the metaverse so I can be at home and a mom but still do things. She just completed the first ever fragrance signing in the metaverse a million people attended. What does that even mean? You just log well, into the... Uh, I was there. I'm actually still there. You're still in the metaverse at the fragrance signing with a million other people. Is there a metaverse.com? Like, I don't understand how you get into the metaverse. God only knows. Do you, and do you like, and you make, it's like Club Penguin, but for real yeah, people. It's yeah, it's like, okay, drop a link then. Yeah, drop a link then. She's releasing her 30th perfume and working on a new album, combing through the 200 songs that have been sent to her from friends like Miley Cyrus and Megan Trainer. After hearing Justin Bieber's Lonely, she DM'd Benny Blanco to say how much she related to it and what a dream it would be to make music with him. So now, guess what? She is. Again, people, this is no fairy tale. This is a hairy tale. This is Paris Hilton's hairy tale life. It's coming true. This, in other words, is the life of a real person having a real and amazing human experience that's only gotten more real and amazing the more she's packaged its reality for us. Congrats, Paris. I think that's... I mean, she, how she's been doing this the longest. She's, she's the original influencer and she's been doing this since we were in diapers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Diaper Town, USA. Swift City, USA. She went on Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Fallon was like, I had no idea that you were so obsessed with prank calling people. And she was like, yeah, my mom taught me how. I believe that. And I, t I believe that too. She said she had a separate phone for prank calling people. And it made me nostalgic for my prank calling days. Mm -hmm. I think there is nothing funnier than a well-executed prank call that doesn't get too crazy. Like, I remember doing the thing where you would get two phones oh, okay. and you would star 69 two people that knew each other vaguely. Mm -hmm. And prank call and and it it was like lightning in a bottle when it worked like it was like you needed to get both people to be like hello hello wait who is <laughs> yeah this? i didn't know about that when i was younger oh this is wait sorry what okay like what's up I, I don't know you called me what no it says unknown number what me too oh this is crazy um okay well uh, did we have math homework? <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> now it's work. like, it wouldn't work because no one picks up their phone. Of course. If I got an unknown number, I'm like, <laughs> like honey. Delete. My phone silences it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm thanks. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> get in line. And Leave I, a if, message. If they're doing a weird voice, I wouldn't even know because I'm just looking at the, the transcription. <laughs> the, what's the transcription? You know, when it like will tell you like what someone wrote. Oh. It'll write, it'll like the in AI jots it down. Yeah. If you don't listen to it, you can just oh. read it. Oh. Cool. They should do that with like entire phone calls. Just like. A, yeah, a I mean, I'm sure they do. If you have like a hearing aid but or something. But prank calling is, I think it's a lost. Unfortunately. It's a, it's a lost art. But there was a sweet spot for a moment. And I remember, how would we do it? I think we would just literally find, we would go into our phones, pick a, up a number, somebody's random number, and then just change one digit and then just call that number. And we would be like, uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, but you would, so have to, you would have to really get like, I don't like stupid prank calls. I like prank calls that. Yeah, I would think I would do stupid ones. Like, I don't like when people are like, oh, hello. <laughs> that was I me. Yeah, no. See, like, <laughs> I want something that's like, 
oh, hello, I'm, uh, like, I'm just calling back, actually, about the plant. And the person's like, wait, what? And you really get them. Like, you, yeah. you get them. I think they have those now. Um, they are called scammers, and they do <laughs> take your money. <laughs> they no, do have so a motive. I, um, I've been trying to get this furniture delivered, and it's been a lot of talking on the phone with people, more than I care to talk on the phone. And nobody is, like, hearing me. Like, I just feel very unheard. I just want to be like, I don't think anybody's listening. I can't accept this couch at that time. Oh, and my they're God. like, well, basically, we make this route for the da 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 And I'm like, honey, I know why you make the route. I just can't right now. I just can't do it. <laughs> You're not hearing me. I'm, like, talking to, like, random people at the warehouse. They're like, anything else? And I'm like, No. <laughs> you're good we'll circle back tomorrow let's sunset this conversation for now my couch is like sitting in new jersey speaking of sitting there according to tmz diplo says he's received oral sex from a man and while he doesn't necessarily consider that gay he does admit he might be into dudes just a little bit the famed dj was on emily radajkowski's podcast when he dished the deets saying he's 100% sure he's gotten a blowjob from a guy before, although he can't recall the details. What he does know for certain is that act in itself doesn't make him LGBTQ, per se. More at 11. Um, Diplo says something about being gay every year, I feel like. It's like it's like a holiday. It's like Halloween. Diplo is gay again. I would hook up with Diplo. I'm like, he wouldn't remember it, but I would do it. Yeah, I know. It's like the conversation also like raises some questions about consent and uh, state of inebriation, but go off. I, like, is that where your head immediately went? Like, oh, he's yeah. getting like sucked off by drunk guys. Well, no, it's like not like him. It's like he was clearly like, he's like, I don't really remember. He's like. Uh, no, he's gotten blowjobs. He's like, I can I he can say he's 100 percent sure he's gotten a blowjob from a guy before, although he can't recall the details. Oh, it's like, like he's okay. the one that's like, oh, I don't know what just I mean, happened. are the other person too, but it's like, yeah. he's definitely like messed up. <laughs> he could, it could. The way he described it. I mean, yeah, he could have just not been like. He just he, like a, he a just pretty butchy memory. girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he could have just, you know, it could have been, um, you know, on a leap year. Like he probably just yeah, doesn't remember count. it. <laughs> he's got bad memory you i mean who remembers all the blowjobs they've gotten in their life oh my god certainly not djs i mean you think that the chain smokers are like <laughs> they don't i bet they don't even keep a list you know what i want the chain smokers to come out with this i want them to be like yeah we're like not not gay i would get taylor on the phone just call her up i would be like <laughs> drew Whatever happened with Drew and yeah. Selena also. What's up, what's up they, with that? They were definitely recorded a song and then w their contract was up. And they were like, <laughs> all right, got to get back to like not doing this. Yeah. She's like, I'm the most followed, followed person on Instagram. Why am I dating a chain stalker? I mean, oof. that'd be my, that'd be my. Yeah, that should be your go-to. dream come true. <laughs> Only the one of them though. Only Drew. Yeah. I don't, the other one doesn't really do it for me. But uh, I'm sure he knows that. I'm sure he's gonna, sure he knows that by now. Diplo's not not gay. I'm in Swift City, USA, and it's gonna be a great day. <laughs> Diplo is not not gay. I'm in Swift City, USA, and everybody is gonna have a great day. Um, that sounded like a sign off. Is there anything that we need to talk about? I do think that uh, you might be going to dinner this week, so you might need a dinner fact. 
it needs like the we need like a dinner bell that's like ding ding ding. Yeah, that's a good. So one. the dinner fact, I I'm actually after last week's dinner fact was Gucci Westman giving Taylor Swift the red lip. I wish I had saved that for this Swifty episode, but since I didn't, we are going to give it to the fact that Liam Hemsworth's mom is named Leonie Crickets. Leonie Hemsworth. I think that's dinner worthy. I think it's like, like imagine you're at (laughs) dinner. They set down the appetizer. You guys are digging in. You each have like a couple chips, like some guac and the table falls silent. We don't know what else to say. And it's only the appetizer. Uh, uh, We already talked about the weather. Oh, great. I have a dinner fact from Harry Tales. Oh my God, this guacamole is kind of spicy. Also, did you guys know that Liam Hemsworth's mom is named Leonie? And then everybody starts talking again and it, you know, brings the most joyous conversation. I just, I do want to talk about Endless Summer Vacation. Although the fact that we almost forgot to talk about it is kind of telling. Um, I always reach for the Pitchfork review to tell me how to feel about certain music that I can't make my mind up about, but the Miley, I, I feel like I said this about plastic hearts also. Like I love Miley and I love her even more now than I have in a while. Like I, she was my original pop star that I stand. She did it for me. She had posters on my wall. Like she really was it. And until I transferred to Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift obviously still has my, whole chest but Miley in every other way right now is like doing it for me there are some songs on this album that I do like Thousand Miles is probably my favorite I've been listening to it nonstop. but there's something about her I don't know what it is about her music that it's just like it doesn't I we needed one song to like absolutely hit no exceptions and I just don't know if I don't know if any of them hit with no exceptions. I really like, I think my top three would be like Thousand Miles, Rose Colored Lenses, and Violet Chemistry. My top two are definitely Violet Chemistry and Thousand Miles. But I'm going to read an excerpt from Pitchfork, which gave Miley a 6.2, which is better than they've given her in the past. But they still kind of went in with a fork. Cyrus has never really made a great front-to-back album. 2013's Bangers, weirdly, is probably most listenable the whole way through. And with Endless Summer Vacation, No Skips remains out of reach. A run of understated early tracks largely produced by Harry's House collaborators Kid Harpoon and Tyler Johnson is interrupted by the interminable Harmony Corinne co-write Handstand, the kind of grooveless synth dirge that helped 2015's Flaming Lip collaboration Miley Cyrus and her Dead Pets sink like a stone. Handstand is built around a heavy-handed boat metaphor that never seems to go anywhere and confoundingly introduces a character called Big Twitchy, a constant presence in Corinne's paintings. It feels as if, after exercising the kind of restraint that's rare across her catalog, Cyrus finally let herself slip back into mindless excess. And I know that's like wordy and pitchforkian to say all of that about, you know, a song that probably isn't that deep. But I think it that is how I feel about Miley's music is it's just like, what are you what are you doing? Like, I understand more than anyone 
you wanting to talk about big twitchy or like a boat or like neon lights. And she did have some songs on Miley Cyrus and her dead pets that I actually love and would put in my, you know, top 10 Miley song ranking. But there's something like, I don't know. It's just like, it doesn't only work. I think it's her lyrics sometimes don't really add up. The song jaded is so good, but I wish that the main word wasn't jaded. Do you, like I, I know that somebody listening is gonna understand this and for that person what was the what 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 rewrite would you recommend some some other word I'm sorry that you're jaded and dun, 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 it it needed to be some other word I'm mm-hmm. sorry that you're some other word faded naked I would have loved faded I'm yeah. sorry that we faded that, oh would, that would even make more sense to me. I'm like, I'm sorry that you're jaded doesn't really hit for me because I'm like... Wait. It's like Taylor I'm, and Jack Antonoff right now. I'm like, I'm <laughs> sorry that you're jaded. And I get that. Mm-hmm. That was never really my my picture of Miley and Liam. Like, I would not just... Like, Liam, to me, there's so many other things to say before jaded. I could have taken you places. Like... I don't know. I would think he where is Jane. I don't know. I like Thousand I Miles, and then I like that she wrote it. She was talking about how she wrote it for Noah, her little sister. Oh, a Thousand Miles is really good because the, the other thing about Miley is that she's constantly singing about how she's like crazy, <laughs> should not be listened to, is always wrong. But then she's also like, "Sorry that you're jaded." Like I'm like, I get it. I get it though. Yeah. I get it. Well, and I'm, if it's you know, about we're, Liam, we're we dated for so long. Like, I guess you dated in that relationship. Hmm. Like, you cheated on Miley Cyrus? Like, that's crazy. It's because you're jaded. That's true. I mean, cheating to me is crazy. Like, I, I couldn't the imagine. Loyal King? It's <laughs> 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 like, oh, yeah, my, yeah, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. Hannah Montana. Hannah yeah, Montana. I'm actually going to yeah. pick up with someone else. <laughs> like, I'll pass on Miley. Goes to Nicola Peltz's house. I don't believe any of the tweets anymore that are like, Miley Cyrus wore a pair of two shoes because that's how many yeah. times. It's like, it's what I said before, it's like, where is that coming from? Like, yeah. Who said that? Yeah, who said that? And Miley, I don't, has Miley ever said that Liam cheated on her? I don't think she's ever said that. I mean, that. I didn't decode these lyrics for this album, but I feel like that would be and headline there's, making. There's a Sia song called Muddy Feet and it's just kind of like weird. Oh my God, like when they play in the mud in the last song. No, it's like weird. It's, I know, I didn't hear it. Doesn't make any sense. Weird, muddy feet, and then there's it ends with a demo of flowers. I don't know. I'm just like I, I just love Miley so much, and like I always will. And what I did, I did make a little post about her, and there was a typo in it. I like spent like literally 20 minutes like typing out a paragraph for my Instagram story, story of my life. But it, there ended up being a typo at the end of it. And I was like, uh... oh, yep. I'm just getting word now that we've hit an hour. So I've got to I've got to land this plane because I'm I'm arriving in Swift City right now. Fasten your seatbelts. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that everybody has a fine Thursday, a f- an even finer weekend. Go out and get a Goo Goo Cluster. OK, I mean, like I'm the I'm the simultaneously the best and worst person to like end a podcast i'm like and go get a goo goo cluster the like room starts shaking all right (laughs) thanks for listening you guys i will be back next week to tell you all about the opening night of the eras tour goodbye